Napoleon, give me some of your tots. I ate his liver with some fava beans. Nice Chianti. Combo, pan fry, deep fry, stir fry. Yummy! Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Cooking Show. Today I have a fun one for you. This is a dish that, to me, uh, reminds me of, it's nostalgic, right? In one of Anthony Bourdain's books, I can't remember if it was Kitchen Confidential or Medium Raw, he's writing about different restaurants that he worked in, and, and some of these places were kind of anachronistic. They were a throwback. They were stuck in a in, a, in an older time based on the the decor and the cuisine that they serve and stuff like that. This feels like one of those dishes that is is reminiscent specifically of an event that is catered in like a fire hall or a hotel, specifically a senior prom, something like that. It's chicken piccata. And I have a feeling that this is a dish that probably was very popular in a particular window of time, late 70s, early 80s. In, in trendy restaurants and then that percolated down to some some restaurants that are a little bit behind the curve and then it graduates off to two catering halls and catering companies and stuff like that and becomes a mainstay of your prom dinner selection or a, a wedding dinner selection something like that my grandfather used to make this occasionally and this feels like one of those dishes that he learn to cook in a, in a particular period of time, like that late 70s, early 80s time period. So it's chicken piccata. This one specifically is with artichoke hearts, and it was fantastic. Had it for dinner tonight. I do apologize. I am like two, two chicken dishes sequentially, and uh, spoiler alert, next week also going to be chicken. But it is it is summer. It's high chicken season here on Tabard Farm. We have a whole bunch of chickens. They're all they're all maturing very nicely. So chicken is definitely a focal point of our diet here. So there's going to be a number of chicken dishes coming down the pike. But I will try um, to deliberately vary that a little bit so that we don't just end up being the chicken show all summer. All right. So let's look at chicken piccata with artichokes. As always, check out the show notes for the imager album sort of a pictorial walkthrough of making the dish special ingredients not really anything i mean you'll need a white wine hey for those of you who you know are always like every time you cook with wine you say to use this like a dry red or a dry white or something acidic but not too sweet yada 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 This is a great opportunity to use a sweeter wine. We used a Kendall Jackson Riesling, a little sweeter than what we'd like as like a table wine, but it works fantastic with the other ingredients in in the sauce specifically, okay? So you want a, a dry to lightly sweet white wine. As far as special equipment goes, a meat mallet, you know, something, or even even just a, a rolling pin or something heavy to bash these chicken breasts would be wonderful. But again, pretty simple. Capers, I, I mean, capers are easily found at most grocery stores. Probably don't need a special link for capers. It's not, you know, it's not an everyday item, but it certainly has been accessible every grocery store that I've been to. All right, so let's look at ingredients. I used four chicken breasts but i also processed the chicken myself and they were 
you know, a heritage breed chicken. So they're a little smaller. If you're buying chicken breasts from the grocery store, I think you can get away with three big chicken breasts, you know, six, eight, 10 ounce chicken breast, something like that. Three of them will be fine for you. One half cup of all purpose flour, kosher salt and freshly ground pepper. Now you're looking at maybe a tablespoon of both, but you won't use that much. Go, go ahead, go with a tablespoon, kosher salt, tablespoon of black pepper. Just expect to not use all of it. Three tablespoons of olive oil, three tablespoons of unsalted butter, or you know what? Use salted butter if you want. It's not it's not that big of a deal. The amount of salt that you bring into a dish with the butter is fairly negligible, but you just have to be aware that it that it's there if that's what you're using. Three or four whole cloves of garlic that we will crush and chop up. We're gonna look for maybe a six to eight ounce jar of artichoke hearts. If you can get those quartered, that'd be great. Try to get these artichoke hearts packed in water and not oil. The the sauce for this dish is sort of a delicate mix of wet ingredients, butter, olive oil, white wine, chicken stock. So there's water, there's oil playing off of each other here. We want, we don't want to add a whole bunch of extra oil to the recipe via what's stuck to the artichoke hearts. So if you can get the artichokes packed in water, they'll be easier to drain and it won't, they won't throw off the viscosity of the, of the sauce that much. We're going to go with one cup of dry white wine, um, or doesn't have to be super dry. Like I said, I used a Riesling. Still would be considered dry, like in the, across the spectrum of wines, but a little sweeter than a Sauvignon Blanc or something like that. We're going to use one half cup of chicken broth or chicken stock, the juice of a lemon, basically one whole lemon that we're going to squeeze into the pan, and roughly two tablespoons of capers and then some fresh herbs you know if you have parsley great parse i use parsley and garlic chive if you have a little bit of chervil or tarragon or something like that'd be fine parsley easy breezy and you're looking at maybe like a tablespoon two tablespoons something of chopped parsley all right now first off we're going to prep our chicken breasts if you lay the chicken breast down on a cutting board and slice parallel to the cutting board surface, you know, so that you're you're cutting through the chicken breast so that you can open it like two halves of a book and then cut it all the way through. Don't just butterfly it so that you get, you know, additional surface area. Basically cut the chicken breast in half via the, the Y axis, I suppose. Yeah, go ahead and cut those those in half that way. And then we are going to wrap those, not wrap them, but fold over a piece of saran wrap, cling film, something like that. And then using our mallet, pound that out, each each of those halves, pound each of those halves out to roughly an eighth thickness. I mean, you basically are going to pulverize those and flatten them out considerably. On a clean, dry cutting board or on a plate or a bowl, distribute the half cup of flour that you have and then season the flour with the salt and pepper. Again, you're not going to use all the salt and pepper. Use roughly half. Mix it together. Season the season the flour with the salt and pepper. And then we're going to dredge the, the halved and, and flattened chicken breasts in the flour and set them on a plate unto themselves, off to the side. 
using two thirds of the olive oil, you know, two out of the three tablespoons, we're going to heat that in a large saute pan or a frying pan, heat that up. And then we're going to lay those chicken breasts in there. We're going to brown these chicken breasts on both sides. We're not going to cook them all the way through. So if you can't fit all of your chicken breasts into the pan, if you don't have a pan that's big enough, that's fine. Do it in shifts, roughly three to four minutes per side so that we can brown a little bit of that flour and get a little bit of color on the chicken breasts. We're going to get those in there and then back off onto a plate by themselves. And then we're going to build up our sauce in that saute pan. So once you've removed the chicken from the pan, you'll probably have some, some brown bits in there, a little remnants of oil, whatever. Leave that, leave that in the pan, turn the heat of the pan up to medium high and add one tablespoon of the butter. So you have three tablespoons of butter, add one tablespoon to the pan and the remaining olive oil. So you have one tablespoon of olive oil, one tablespoon of butter, return to this this already dirty pan and melt that down once the butter has melted and you start to get a little bit of sizzle there you're going to add your crushed and chopped garlic to the pan move that around move it regularly with a wooden spoon or something like that for one minute you're basically going to get that translucent maybe just starting to get a little bit of brown on the edges but mostly just softening up the garlic at that point you can pour your one cup of wine into the pan this should be fairly a fairly active process you should get a lot of a sizzle and boil off of, of the wine pouring it into the hot oil and butter using your wooden spoon stir that around to loosen and remove the, the fond from the bottom of the pan and this is you're just starting in on your sauce at this point cook that wine down for about three or four minutes until it's reduced by approximately half then stir in your chicken broth or chicken stock squeeze the juice from both halves of your lemon or your whole lemon cut in half <laughs> into into the pan and you can add your capers at this point also so basically like all of the wet ingredients are going into the pan and you're combining those stirring those around let it cook down for about five minutes this the sauce will will thicken slightly it'll reduce a little bit you have some remnants of the flour that you dredged the chicken in to begin with so that's going to add a little bit of a thickening agent as well as the reduction because you're adding butter and oil along with those remnants of the of the flour you have sort of a uh, a de facto roux forming and, and thickening the sauce that you're making there. At this point, you can return the chicken to the pan and we can finish cooking that as well as marrying all the different flavors and textures that you have going on with the, the sauce and the chicken itself. When you place the chicken back into the pan, lay it down there in a single a single layer and then go through and flip them all over that way you have both sides of the chicken in contact with the sauce because then you can chop your your parsley your chives you know your fresh herbs add those to the pan cover it reduce the temperature to medium and then just let that simmer all together for roughly 20 minutes 20 minutes is long enough to produce a side for this orzo is a is a wonderful pasta pairing to go with this white rice is also you know fine and if you're making white rice either in a rice cooker or on the on the stovetop you know 20 minutes will be sufficient to 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 make that and get that going after about 
five minutes covered kind of that that'll that'll give everything enough time to get up to a light simmer add the artichokes to the pan just just kind of distribute them evenly across everything you want those artichokes to be drained beforehand but even so that's going to add a a decent amount of liquid to the pan both what is clinging to the outside of the artichokes as well as the liquid that the artichokes will express as they heat up. By adding those to the pan, you're going to hydrate your sauce a little bit. So you add those after five minutes, cover it again, and then we'll let that go. Like I said, the total time that it's going to be covered in simmering is going to be 20 minutes, but at about the 15-minute point from when you've added the artichokes so five minutes before you're done total uncover that and maybe knock the heat up by one segment you know whether you're going from medium to medium high or if you're going from a five to a seven or whatever on your dial however your stove is configured what that will do is allow you to boil off a little bit of that extra moisture that you've added to the pan via the artichokes and then at that point, you can simply serve this on top of either your orzo or your white rice or alongside a more substantive vegetable, a steamed broccoli or grilled asparagus or something like that. Okay, so that's chicken piccata with artichokes, easy breezy, a nice throwback flavor, at least for me. I mean, maybe maybe you don't have the same mental schematic for these types of, of meals, but certain things are tied to a, a time or a place or an occasion. And chicken piccata to me is the chicken selection of uh, prom circa spring of 2002. <laughs> All right. Enjoy that. And I'll see you guys next week.